0: episode 44 i'm your host greg kenningham thank you for joining me today now when i started leaders left a year ago let me do a little retrospective here when i started it a year ago i had intended it to be a podcast where leaders at all levels could go to find tools to add into their leadership toolkits i still believe this is a place where that can happen but i do believe that this is much more than a place for just leaders as we think about traditional leaders to go Over the last several months, I've covered topics designed to help anyone get more out of life. Now, that could be through professional and leadership development plans, but it absolutely applies to those looking to improve their personal lives. You see, all of us are leaders in some way, shape, or form. What's different between us is the number and number of people we lead and the type of leadership we're called upon to demonstrate or apply. Now, some lead only themselves, some have large teams or organizations, Some are trying to help lead and guide their families through difficult times. For others, they're part of a group of friends that does their best to lift and support each other. And I'm sure there are many other situations that I haven't covered. What I think is more important than who you lead is are you looking to help yourself and those you can influence head down the path to their most potential? Now think about that as you continue to listen or watch episodes going forward. And maybe even go back to key episodes and rewatch or re-listen to them with that in mind. Now, one of the ways that you can help yourself or others move down this path is through some sort of a plan. Call it a development plan, call it a minimum viable plan, which I've been talking about for the last few weeks, or something else entirely. The most important thing is that you aren't just leaving yourself or those you lead to try and aimlessly wander down a path that may one day, hopefully, somehow help you sort of kind of reach your most potential. Now, to avoid that very precarious yet utterly too common situation, you need to be able to be deliberate. Now, I say that all the time. What that means is that you need to have some sort of a plan and in order to maximize that plan's potential, it needs to be documented in some way, shape or form. After it's documented, you need to be able to track your progress. One way to do that is through documentation in some way, shape or form. I'm not referring to anything complicated and I absolutely don't want you to start thinking about the most common definitions of documentation that bring to mind reams of paper and never ending red tape that ultimately ends up meaning, well, not a whole lot. What I'd like to do today is talk about the power of records. Now, for the most part, I wanna talk about personal records, things like personal notes and journals. And while I believe these are personal, I also believe the concepts have great application in the professional world. In fact, sometimes it's better to have some of these personal records to refer back to when it comes time to do a review, talk about your accomplishments, build your resume, etc. And I'll talk a bit more about why I like personal records later. So for today, I'll talk about the importance of documentation and then talk through some of the tools and ideas I have on doing so. So stick around for that conversation. Now, before I dive in, I just wanna ask you to take a minute to share the podcast or the YouTube channel with someone. This could be someone you manage and want them to listen to some or all of the episodes as part of their own development plan. It could be a family member or a friend that is looking for some self-improvement this year. It could also be someone in your life that you're hoping will help you with your own personal plan and you want them to be on the same page as you. So just hit that share button, send it out to them now I'd also love to get your feedback on how the first year has gone. My launch episodes hit on 1-9-23, of 23, so just over a year ago. And the formal episode number one dropped on the 23rd of January last year, so coming up on that. If you've listened to any of the episodes, I'd love to know what you liked and what you didn't. I'd also love to know how this has impacted your life. Those are great stories to have. So go into the show notes, use the feedback form, or simply email me at contact at And thank you again for listening. Let's talk about why recording things or documentation is important. And I tried to find a better word than document or record, but I've had a hard time in doing so. I may use that and a bunch of other synonyms interchangeably throughout the episode. So every time I do, know that I'm talking about getting our ideas, plans, and progress out of our brains and somewhere that doesn't require us to remember everything. I think I'll refer to it mostly as journaling going forward, especially where we're talking about more personal records. So why journaling? Well, that gives it more of that personal connection that I wanna emphasize. If you work in a professional environment, you probably have tons of ways to document almost everything you do, assuming it's not already recorded or on a camera somewhere. So let's stick with journaling and just know that it refers to getting most anything out of our brains into some other medium. While our brains are super powerful, and I don't believe we've even remotely tapped into their potential, we just don't seem to be able to always remember the things that are most important. I don't know about you, but I can remember almost every television commercial jingle, hopefully you know what commercials are, and from when I was a kid. And I can remember almost any piece of music that had an impact on me or that I listened to a few times. Yet, if I have an amazing thought while I'm out on a walk, by the time I'm back to my house less than an hour later, All I can remember is that I had an amazing thought, but what it was, I don't know, it's gone, unless I document or journal it. So that's number one. Journaling allows us to get our thoughts out of our minds and down somewhere that we can refer back to. Now, the second reason I wanna encourage you to journal is because it's so easy to do this now. Now, back in the day, I'm not talking about chisels and stone tablets, but back in the day, this was much more difficult. You'd have to make the deliberate decision to take a notebook with you and then remember to write things down. The notebook wasn't searchable. So if you wanted to remember something you wrote down a few months ago, good luck finding it. But now, do you ever leave home without some piece of technology? Now, usually it's our phones, but when I leave my home, phone home, I have my smartwatch. And I'll talk more about that later. So there's really no excuse that I couldn't journal something almost at any time. Now, the third reason I wanna encourage you to journal is because it can help you make sense of a lot of thoughts. If you have a lot of ideas or thoughts that come in or impressions or whatever, you take all of this stuff in, and then sometimes trying to make sense of that is difficult. So, I at least find that when I write it down, I could start sorting through these things and either categorizing them and throwing out the bad things and realizing this thought led to something else. So getting it down in some sort of medium helps me do that. The fourth reason I want to encourage you to journal is that it's a good way to be introspective. We can look inwards maybe more than we would if we were talking to someone and maybe give ourselves more feedback than maybe somebody else would give us. So it's a good way to get those internal thoughts, thinking about our own progress, thinking about ourselves and what we're doing to get that out of our minds. And that leads into the number five one. That number five reason for why I want to encourage you to journal is that sometimes we can be more open and honest when we do something like this, when we do a journal or something like that. Why? Well, we can always delete it. So we can go put it down and throw it away. I mean, sometimes I've heard people talk about, I get so frustrated with someone and I don't want to really tell them I'm frustrated with them. So what I do is I hurry and write it down and then I throw it away. Well, with our journals, we can be open and honest. And if we don't like it, we can just delete it. Another reason that we might be willing to be more open and honest is that we can secure it with additional passwords or biometrics. And I kind of chuckled when I thought about this. No more concerns about little brother finding your diary under your bed and telling everyone at dinner who you have a crush on at school, or maybe something worse. Now being honest in our personal journals can help in our professional lives because we may not want to be quite as honest Um, in our professional documentation as we may be in our personal documentation. And maybe sometimes we just don't want certain things like I really don't like my boss to show up on any company records. I remember when I was managing people, I had this thing about end of year reviews where sometimes I would put things in reviews, but we would have the conversation at the review and then we would remove it. And the reason I would remove it is I didn't want things taken out of context. And so I, I didn't want a brand new manager to just walk in and read that, you know, so-and-so yelled at their manager and take that out of context and think they're a bad employee, something like that. I mean, that's a super simple example. So I've had all of those things personally happen to me. So that was one example where my personal notes may help me remember to talk to somebody about something, but it doesn't end up in the company record. So just to recap those, number one, journaling allows us to get stuff out of our minds and on paper. Number two, it's really easy to do. Three, it can help us make sense of our thoughts. Four, it's a good way to be introspective. And five, we may be more open and honest when we do our journaling versus other types of records. All right, so after these reasons I'm giving you to journal, if you're thinking, yeah, I've wanted to have this goal for a long time or that's something I definitely want to work on or I want to improve on, then your next question might be, well, how do I do this? Well, first and foremost, don't make it too complicated. Simple is always best. Don't think you need to have special equipment, special pens, special notebooks or some system or any of that kind of stuff, don't make it too complicated. You wanna do whatever's easiest for you to just get started. And that means start with whatever medium is most comfortable to you. That eliminates at least one barrier. If you think, oh no, it's gotta be digital so I can search it and it'll always be around, but it's easier for you to write in a notebook, write in the notebook, okay? Now I personally like digital because it's always with me and it's more flexible. Almost every smartphone is gonna have some sort of a notes app. That may be a good place to start. Now, one other thing that I want you to think about as you start heading down this path, let's say you make this one of your themes or goals for 2024. I don't want you to do it just because you think you need to do it. You need to understand why you want to journal. Why am I doing this? And here's a few reasons that may work for you. Do I wanna get things down so I don't forget them? Might be good for all of us. Do I want to document certain parts of life for my kids, my grandkids, family, etc.? Am I using journaling as a tool to sort through some of my thoughts? Am I using journaling to identify my progress? Or do I have some other purpose that I haven't mentioned here? Now, for me, I think I have been and continue to journal for a combination of all of these things. I journal what I learn in my personal study every day. I like to do a gratitude journal entry on a regular basis. I also definitely need to get thoughts out of my head to either make sure they don't get lost or to help me think through and sort through them. I'm not sure why, but putting things down brings me clarity and I can throw out things that that didn't mean what I thought they did and add additional into those things that came more clearly into focus. I also journal to remember some of the key moments in my life. That ranges from the little things I see that God does for me in my life to great big miracles. I mean, things that work out well, things that don't. Sometimes I want to journal about a simple dinner we had or that incredible camping trip we went on. So there's just this whole range of things that I like to journal on. And I've also started recently being more deliberate about journaling my thoughts around my business. So yeah, you can see it's kind of all of those different things that I called out there. But maybe that'll give you some ideas as to why you might wanna journal. All right, so there's some ideas on how you could do this. And then maybe another question that comes up is, what should I put in this journal? What should I document? Well, the answer to this question depends on your answer as to why you're journaling. But short and sweet, anything you feel might be important. And I'd actually suggest putting more down at the beginning rather than less because you can always go back and remove it or do less in the future. But I probably suggest maybe doing a little more. But don't go crazy. Don't worry about making it too complicated. And don't worry about getting it all right at first as this will be a journey for you. Now, I've spent over a decade, maybe even two, figuring out how I take notes in the various aspects of my life. So I've refined it quite a bit. And one of the things that prompted me to do this episode was some changes I've recently made based on my minimum viable plan for 2024 and some new tools that I'm trying out. And I'll talk about those next. But the key thing here is to think of this as a journey, not a set it up and forget it, it'll just work kind of thing. It applies to why you journal, which may change with the season of life that you're in, what you journal also could change, and how you journal. Now, So let's dive into that last one. Let me talk you through how I journal things I've done in the past, things I'm doing today and things I'm experimenting with to see if that will help trigger some ways that you think maybe you could journal and get better about this. In my professional life for about the last 20 years, almost all of my note taking migrated into OneNote. I don't remember when I started using it, but I just realized that from a professional standpoint, the way I could organize everything was just fantastic. It's a free tool that anyone can use. But everywhere I've worked has had the Microsoft suite of products at some point, and I developed a system and got used to having OneNote around. It syncs across all my devices, and because of that, I actually did use it for a lot of my personal journaling for quite some time. I'm dependent enough on OneNote right now that when I started my own company, it was a big factor in my decision to use the Microsoft suite of products because everything flows together, even though OneNote could stand alone. Now, I have one consistent exception to this and from a professional standpoint and a potential new one based on some changes I'm making. And that exception in my professional life is the Gadgets for Families podcast. We actually use Apple Notes. Jason's 100% in the Apple ecosystem and collaborating through OneNote with someone outside the organization, outside my company, just isn't that great. So that could be a factor for you. If you want collaboration, especially again, with those that are not part of your same organization, OneNote may not work great for you. The other thing from a business or professional standpoint is I'm actually experimenting with putting my business thoughts somewhere other than OneNote. So I'm still using OneNote for all of my meeting notes and keep track of projects and those things that I need to put right into that. But these ideas that I have, these brainstorming things or ideas that I want to explore, I'm starting to put somewhere else. And like I said, these are ideas or thoughts that come to my mind that I wanna look into or decide if I really wanna pursue and then I may need to put them in OneNote. But, you know, it's just kind of those creativity, those creative ideas that I wanna look into that are going somewhere else. Now, the other thing I've done extensively and still do today, and I know a lot of you are gonna say that is not a good thing and not agree with it, is I use my email box as a task list in temporary note storage. Now, I used the example earlier of being out for a walk with only my watch and needing to journal something. And for a couple of years, I've been using the Outlook on my app. Outlook app on my watch. Wow, talking is hard today. The Outlook app on my watch to dictate a quick message and send it to my own inbox. Then when I get back to my desk, I move it somewhere. And this applies to both personal and professional thoughts. Okay. So that's something that I do as well, and that might be something simple or a way for you to just get things into a place where you can look at them later. That's my professional stuff. OneNote, a little bit of Apple Notes, and I've got some experimentation going to put thoughts elsewhere that I'll talk about here in just a minute. Moving into the personal realm. So for years, I've been keeping a personal journal, not decades, just years. I journal my personal experiences and thoughts at least once a week. It's a longer form entry. For the last couple of years, I've also been trying to keep a daily gratitude journal. And that daily entry has evolved into also capturing personal thoughts and ideas, things that pop into my head, things that I think about, especially as it relates to my personal study and learning. Now, for the last couple of years, I've been doing all of the daily and weekly entries in Apple's Notes app. Free, super flexible, comes on all my Apple devices, Odds are your devices have it or something similar as well. I don't want to dive too deeply into the technical stuff. That's my other show, Gadgets for Families. But I'd make sure it's something that you're comfortable using, that you don't believe it's going to disappear and that it's secure. So if you're in the Apple ecosystem, notes will be fine. If you're in a different ecosystem, then you want to look into that. Now, As I evolve this, lately I've been doing smaller entries about specific events and different things like that. I've never been great about like intra week writing down a quick thought about date night or time at the temple or whatever. Maybe those small things that happen during the week, I usually try and save that to the end for the full week entry, which may or may not be the best. But now there's a new tool that helps me with that. And again, I'm gonna talk about Apple just because that's where my digital tools come from. Now they released they just recently released their very own <laughs> their very own. they just recently released their own very basic journal app. It's only for on the iPhone, but if you have one and are looking for a good way to get started about these super simple entries, it's a good place. the app really gets out of the way. It's very basic. In fact, it's a little too basic for me, but for anyone just getting started, that would be my recommendation. Here's the quick tutorial I so said I won't go too deep, but To use that journal app, simply launch the app, hit the plus sign and give it all the permissions it needs. It'll prompt you for them. And then you can do a blank entry or, and this is the new development that's helping me get these more frequent journal entries. You can look at the various recommended prompts and choose one of them to write about. Now, since Apple on the phone can see how you've used your phone, they can prompt you about things like pictures you took, music you listened to, places you visited, or people you talked to or messaged. As an example, my wife and I went and saw a movie a couple of weeks ago. And the next day, there was a prompt in there to write about what I was doing at that particular location if I chose to use it. So those prompts have really helped me write about some of these smaller things that happened during the week that may or may not have made it into my weekly entry. And I just have the app set to remind me at 8 p.m. every evening to do an entry. And I pick one and I go. So whether it's OneNote, Apple Notes, another Notes app, or even something more like the Journal app, The important thing is to have some medium where you can journal and then go back to that to pull out the best pieces that will help you move down the path towards your most potential. Now, I wanna get a little bit geekier right now. So for those of you that may be looking to evolve your journaling to the next level, I wanna talk through some of the things that I'm trying right now. And this is gonna be a very app specific. So if that's not something you're interested in, I'll just say thanks for listening. But I think this might be good for you to hear. So for 2024, I'm trying to be more deliberate about all of my themes, which I covered in the last episode. And part of that is that I decided I wanted to do more journaling, especially where now I know I have some of these other tools. So I'm taking more notes in the morning on my study, pretty extensive notes, actually. I'm trying to get thoughts out of my head much more often so I don't forget them. I'm using journaling to facilitate critical thinking and brainstorming about the business and my life and what we're going to do next. And so I have a feeling I'm going to be writing a lot this year. And I was listening to a podcast the other day and was reminded of a journaling tool that has been around for a long, long time. I've actually tried it in the past, but didn't use it. But I think it may work for me now. And the journaling app is called Day One. Now, I think it's Apple ecosystem exclusive unless you just want to use it on the web, but I'm not positive about that. I'm just experimenting with it. So I want to be clear on that. And I'm got, they have a free one month trial and that's what I'm using right now. The one reason I'm testing this out is that all of my personal journaling and getting those quick thoughts about the business out of my brain can be done now in this single app. I won't need to use notes for the more extensive writing, the journal app for prompts and email for the business thoughts. I can actually get all of this stuff into one place. Day one, at least on the surface has all of the above. So what I'm liking so far is that it works on all of my devices, including my Apple Watch. So remember, sometimes I'm out on walks or bike rides or whatever without my phone. The quick entry feature on the Apple Watch will allow me to record voice or text an entry and have it sync up. Now, in theory, this is going to replace the Outlook app on my watch, which actually does fail sometimes. The messages actually don't make it to my inbox. Another thing that I really like is that it's got multiple journals, and so far I have six. Now, that may be overkill for a lot of you, but I do have six. And they're very, very specific, and they range from gratitude to my business thoughts. I also like the fact that on the iPhone, day one has the same access to those prompts as Apple's journal app. So it can prompt me about events and other interactions. So if I had been using this when we went to the movie, I would have had that prompt in day one instead of in Apple's journal app. I haven't done a whole lot with this yet, um, but I have seen a few of them. And so far it looks like it is pulling the exact same things that the Apple would have prompted me for in the journal app. But the nice thing is it's all in one place. And right now you can't export out of Apple's journal app. So be aware of that. If you're going to go start using it, it'll come eventually. They have to put in some sort of an expert feature export feature. But right now I could get those out of day one. Let's say at the end of my trial, I decide I don't want to pay for it. It's like thirty five dollars a year, which is not a huge amount of money. Um, But if i don't want to pay for it i can just export everything i've done so far out and put it somewhere else another cool feature that it has that i didn't realize it has that i could also use when i'm out and about is the ability to send entries via text or email so i can email a specific address it adds them to my um, my journal entries i can text a, a specific number and it adds them to my journal entries as well i had no idea it did this until i was actually setting the app up on my phone but I tested it out works pretty cool you know like 500 messages a year if you buy that subscription and then the other thing just like the journals app and other things that I've used like I've used reminders to do this in the past it does have the ability to remind you hey it's time to go in and put an entry in your journal so now The reason I mention this is that I hope that if you said at the beginning that you too want to get better about journaling, that you can see the variety of tools available to you. So I've taken you through all of mine, including the one that I'm experimenting with. Absolutely, there are free tools to get you started. And if you're just getting started, just do the basic stuff. And then something like day one, $35 a year, it's going to have a cost. There's other apps out there that I'm sure are good as well. I don't know which one is right for you, but my recommendation is that you pick something you believe will work and then get started. Remember our concept of a minimum viable plan is that you want to get small wins so that you can start building momentum and identify things that will help you decide early on if you're on the right path or not so you can course correct. So maybe starting with the notes app on your phone or if you're on an iPhone the journal app whatever it is just get started and put stuff in there and then start building that momentum learning as you go around along course correct change things as you need to. That. Concept of an MVP applies to something like journaling as well. All right, well, that's it for today. So let's recap, kind of roll all of this stuff together. Number one, figure out why you want to journal. What's the end objective? What's important to you? And most importantly, how is this gonna help you move further down the path to your most potential? Or somebody else if you're trying to get them on board with journaling. Get an idea of the things that you wanna put in your journal decide on a tool to get started. Whatever will help you just get going and build some momentum. Simple, right? Stay simple and then go. And then iterate. Don't give up. If it isn't quite working, try and tweak it. Figure out what will work for you. You can see how I've evolved my journaling. And like I said, this has been a 20 plus year journal. Maybe that's a journey that will bear fruit for you. But until you get started and give it a try, you aren't gonna know if it's something that's gonna be beneficial to you or somebody else in your life. And you won't know if this is gonna help you get more out of life but I know that it has for me. Doing the gratitude entries helps me remember the good things in my life. Documenting thoughts and stuff that I've had that I don't forget them. Remembering key events in my life. I'm super excited now that I have these prompts that I can write about during the week instead of trying to fit everything in at the end of the week. So these are all things that are helping me get more out of life. And my evolution into day one for 2024 is just another step to try and help me continue to progress and get more out of life and move down the path to my most potential. So that's it. I hope you found something that will help you identify ways that you can be more deliberate in moving down your path in 2024. And I hope that journaling is a part of that. And for me, I sincerely believe journaling is going to be one of my keys for this year. Thanks again. And until next week, keep lifting, even if it's just your fingers to a keyboard, digital or otherwise, or pen to paper to get those journals put together. Have a great week.